podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your late afternoon catch up on all things Liverpool FC on a Friday before FA Cup fourth round weekend on which Liverpool will return to the scene of Jurgen Klopp's probably darkest day as Liverpool manager. Liverpool were annihilated at the Amex only two weeks ago. 3-0, a scoreline that very, very much flattered Liverpool. It could have been anything. Brighton destroyed us and we deserved to be absolutely destroyed on the day. We will be hoping, hoping that this weekend things go a little bit better. Jurgen Klopp has given some updates on the injured players. Uh, he said that Artur, Firmino, Van Dijk and Jota will hopefully be back in training in a couple of weeks. He said Luis Diaz will take longer. Fabio Carvalho is expected to miss the trip to Brighton with a little thing. Now, bear in mind, Bobby Firmino had a few days injury and has now been out for over a month. And James Milner had a small niggle during the week, but he is expected to be fine. Nat Phillips had a cold Uh, but he should be okay. Big question is, what does he do in midfield? Naby, Besetic and Thiago have started the last two games. That midfield has worked fairly well. Certainly it has worked better than anything containing either Jordan Henderson or Fabinho this season. I do think there is maybe a case for bringing Fabinho back in for one of Naby or Besetic. If it's for Besetic, if it's for Naby, I think Stefan plays on the right, Fab in the middle, Thiago on the left, or maybe Stefan plays on the left and Thiago shifts to the right. So the midfield is the big question. Uh, The expectation is that he'll bring Henderson back in because it's Klopp. Um, He's also got a question to answer at right back. Milner's done pretty well. Um, he did get absolutely roasted by Mudrik in the one attempt Mudrik decided to take him on. And the second, Milner just had to hack him down. But I think it'll be Allison, Ibu, Joe, Robbo, Thiago. And I expect we'll see Salah, Gakpo and Elliot in attack. Though the hope would be that Gakpo plays from the left, Elliot from the right 
and Salah through the middle because it clearly did not work with Elliot on the left. It was just a waste of everybody's time having him there. It was a bit of a waste of time having Gakbo as the nine as well. We could see a change in shape, though I wouldn't be willing to bet too much money on it. There's a predicted lineup here on This Is Anfield. Uh, what have they gone with? They have gone with... Oh, Darwin's back. So Darwin will start. Darwin will start. So they've gone with Ali, Trent, Ibu, Joe, and Robbo. The same midfield as the last two games. And Salah, Gakbo, and Darwin up front. And that's fine. If if Darwin's going to try... Uh, if Gakbo's going to play through the middle, I would rather see Darwin play from the left than anybody else. Uh, I, I quite like the idea of that setup. You could also obviously play Darwin through the middle and play Gakbo from the left and see how that works. It gives them options at least. It'll be interesting to see what he does. It should be interesting. It should be a good game. I mean, obviously, we have the injury issues that I mentioned that make things less than ideal. Uh, in terms of injuries, Brighton have a few. They have no... Levi Colwell, he's ruled out for a little while. Jakob Moder is out. And Adam Lalana, of course, is injured because he's Adam Lalana. But they'll be close enough to full strength We'll be, what, Virgil and Diaz from full strength? Because let's be honest, Jota's a squad player. Bobby's a squad player. Artur is uh, something. It isn't only really Virgil and Diaz that will be missing from our, our best 11. So we should be able to go there and do better than we did the last day. That's got to be the focus. Going there and doing better than you did the last day. A repeat of that performance is just not something that's acceptable. Big news in the blue half of Merseyside. Sean Dyche is set to be confirmed as the new Everton manager. The 51-year-old is a well-known Liverpool fan. So that'll go down well with the the mild-mannered Blues. Something else that should go down well is that Anthony Gordon is going to Newcastle for £40 million. £40 million for Anthony Gordon. Everton have absolutely pulled Newcastle's pants down. This is the first big mistake Newcastle have made money-wise, in my view. Now, look, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be okay. He's got pace. And that will fit well into how they want to play. Um, He's also a nasty little diver, and that will also fit well into how Eddie Howe has his team playing. But £40 million is ludicrous money for a very, very mediocre young footballer. Uh, Emre Chan has revealed he had thyroid surgery just after leaving Liverpool due to an early diagnosis of cancer. And that's something that I don't think anybody knew until now. I had thyroid cancer and I needed an operation urgently. This has changed a lot in my life. You can have a lot of money. You can have everything. You can have everything. 
but health is the most important thing. Absolutely incredible. Basically only found out once he'd gone to Juve and was having some issues, I think, getting getting himself up to go and training. Um, that is it's absolutely insane. That was kept quiet, but glad he's made a full recovery. Always liked Emery. Very good player. We'd have been better off if we could have kept him. Uh, Liverpool get 58 million transfer rejection right, and Luis Diaz and Diogo Jota will prove it. Uh, apparently, we turned down the chance to sign um, Raheem Sterling in the summer. Uh, I wouldn't call that necessarily the right decision. And people will say, oh, he's not doing well at Chelsea. It doesn't matter how he's doing at Chelsea. What players do at other clubs is irrelevant to how they would do with us. If Timo Werner had joined us, he would not be back playing in the Bundesliga because he would have been a success with us. Raheem Sterling would have been a success with us as well. Liverpool have have continued $95 million transfer trend as genius Diogo Jota ploy now confirmed. What is this dribble? Is this something to do with Kiana Hoiver? It is, it seems like it is, and I don't care. Uh, he plays for Wolves now. Stop writing article, articles about him. Uh, there's a couple of pieces about Gakpo. There's a media digest piece. Into Milan lining up a move for Bobby. As a replacement for Lukaku. Lukaku's obviously only there on loan. Uh, Liverpool still can. Why would you cite Ben Jacobs as a source and then close that? Such nonsense. Ben Jacobs' sources are his mother and his father because he lives in the box room. Uh, Tony Evans has a new article up on AnfieldIndex.com about Mo Salah. There are a couple of other pieces. Is Harvey is is Klopp mishandling Harvey Elliott? That piece was written by Stephen Smith. Uh, is Ryan Gravenberch a deal that makes sense? That piece was written by Stephen Smith as well. Uh, I would say the answer to that one is is definitely a yes. Salah past his best or a victim of the system. This was written by Young Henrolds. And return to Brighton. The Scene of the Crime, written by David Davis. So loads of new articles up on AnfieldIndex.com. There is a new scouted entitled Crisis Clubs. Myself and Carl having a look at a few clubs that are not doing particularly well in the Premier League this season. Uh, There's also a new Molby on the spot. Jim Boardman stepping in for Trev to have a a long chat with Jan uh, and cover the Chelsea game, the Brighton game, and a few other bits and pieces uh, it's very good. Do give that one a listen. Um, so, yeah, that's basically all I have for you today. I have been thinking, though, we obviously need somebody in a midfield right now. And we need four between this window and the summer. We just do. that. That's how many we need. We need two now. As things stand with the current squad, we need two. We left ourselves short last year. There's been decline. We need two right now. We've got three leaving in the summer. So we're going to need two more to come in. We need four in the summer if we don't get any now. So we're better off getting somebody in now. 
even if it's somebody, let's say, on a loan with an obligation to buy or an option to buy that's a cheap fee. And the name that keeps coming back to me is Frank Kessie. Now, one of the reasons I think this makes sense is that, first and foremost, his age, he's he's just turned 26. So he's just entering his best years. And he's already proven himself at a very high level. He was outstanding for AC Milan across the five years he was there. Before that, he was really good for Atalanta. He hasn't had a great time at Barca, having joined them on a free. And the reason I think he could be available cheap is because they've just allowed Memphis Depay to leave for $5 million, largely to get him off the wage bill. I wonder if they might do the same with Frank Kessie. Now, I know it's not the best source of it for anything, but Transfer Market has his value at $35 million. I wouldn't be surprised if you could get him for 20. And I think for 20 million, Frank Kessie would be an outstanding buy. He brings the type of athleticism and power that were badly lacking in midfield. He's a big unit. He's six foot. He's well built. He covers ground well. He's ball-star midfield before. Did it at Anfield. Um, well, it was against Henderson, which, you know, I mean, it's a bit like taking sweets from a child, but... You know, you have that. Um, he can play as a six or an ace. Good on the ball. He's good in the challenge. Not a big-time goal scorer. That's just what you have to accept. But he did score 14 goals in a season for AC Milan in 2021. In 21-22, he got seven in 39 games, which is, again, pretty good. So he could add more goals than we currently get from Henderson, from Fabinho, from Thiago, from Naby, from Curtis. He might be able to add something in terms of goals that they don't add. And he'll also add a physicality that none of them add as well. He's on, I would imagine, decent enough wages at Barcelona having signed on a Bosman. But I I don't think they would be outlandish. 120 grand a week, maybe something like that. 140. I mean, Ox, Ox is on close enough to that. Could you bring in Kessie? Just maybe let Ox go to Brighton if there's truth in that. Let Ox go, bring Kessie in on a loan with an option to buy or an obligation to buy. If he plays X amount of minutes, then just takes Ox's wages. It's a big upgrade for us. And he can perform multiple roles in the squad. And he's not somebody that's going to be demanding of a starting role. He's not that level of player. But if he was in your five-man unit, you've got a you know a first five that you play in the three roles. If he was number five, that'd be really, really good. Really, really good. And then if, say, Curtis and Besetic were six and seven, Henderson was eight, that'd be really strong. So, yeah, Frank Kessie, I'd sign off on that one right now. We've only got a few days left and something needs to happen because our midfield is a bit of a farce at the moment. I'm going to leave it there for today, folks. Sorry it was so late, but people just have no consideration for the importance of me getting these out at certain times. So I will see you all on Monday. Enjoy the weekend. And hopefully, hopefully Liverpool don't embarrass us as they did the last time they went down there. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. 
Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.